and welcome to Comic Club. Um, kind of a serious episode here. Um, a lot of sensitive subjects are going to be covered. Uh, we took a two-week hiatus, and uh, Activision and Blizzard decided that um, that they were going to be a bunch of creeps, um, seemingly over a couple decades. Um, as always, I'm Hunter Davenport. Uh, with me is the in, in, inevitable, inevitable, well, he's inevitable, folks, Frank. <laughs> what am I, Thanos? Yes. <laughs> I am inevitable. No, folks, we are glad to be back. Uh, unfortunately, talked about such a solemn subject, but apparently the gaming world blew up over the past two weeks. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I, I kind of want to start this. I thought about what I was going to say um, to start this out, like, all week, pretty much, and... Really, I think that while this is a great hobby and, like, there's so much great experiences to be had gaming, it attracts a certain kind of person. And I think we as a community need to be better at pushing these people out, essentially. Like, this is... The the behavior that has been on display for uh, going on two weeks now has been devastating like it's just gross and disgusting that it got this bad um i mean it's true the gaming industry has you know decades of this type of behavior being yeah about and then it's like oh this is exposed and now we don't do anything about it oh it's exposed again we don't do anything about it and and now we're being really exposed again and it's like okay it's the time is now (laughs) it's time to unionize i think it's definitely like it it was it was time to unionize Three years ago, when Rockstar had that big crunch thing, it like this is just the fact that Bobby Kotick is like out here hiring union busting firms. It's they're afraid they just don't want to lose the control of their employees, and it's not good. They it this is unacceptable behavior on a multi billion dollar company. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is just the uh, state of the union, as it were, kind yeah. of part of the course when it comes to the gaming industry, which is why this has popped up so much over the past few years now. It's like, no, we're pretty much done with this behavior. I mean, the last three big ones were, you know, Riot, obviously, a couple yeah. years ago, and then we had Ubisoft last year. Yep. Everything exposed there with the sexual harassment. Now, Activision Blizzard, which has been under investigation for two years now, and they still weren't able to get their stuff together. A, a person took their life because of this abuse, like, essentially. Like, it... It's not, and I know, I, I'm i not going to say stop playing World of Warcraft, I'm not going to say stop playing Blizzard games, because the, uh, the unfortunate reality is there's, that's, you're not going to stop everyone from buying or, like, participating. And it's everywhere. Like, it's not, like, like, it's just not, it's a, it's a, it's a fact of this business that a lot of monsters make video games, and because they're all human they're not special because they make video games you know no uh unfortunately the gaming industry has bred a whole lot of toxic masculinity and is prevalent throughout the entire industry and it's become a big issue and it's always been an issue but it's never really been addressed because men were always in power and when men are in power they just do what they want and they think they can get away with it as soon as you make billions of dollars you have like a franchise like call of duty like you are making shareholders like million like cash upon cash like you your company's fucked essentially it seems because these 
they don't they will I was listening to a podcast uh, a podcast called Wooly will figure it out um, and it's Wooly Madden of uh, Castle Super Beast and he was talking about how he used to be for context he used to be a QA tester for Square Enix um, and he was talking about like because the video game industry is so reliant on deadlines and there's so many moving parts these people just slip through the cracks like it and it's the unfortunate like thing about it is like they they could have like stopped this at the hiring like you but they don't because the money that they're going to make trumps someone's comfortability and that's not fair i don't think that's good um the video game industry makes a lot of money and i think it lose sight of the human aspect of making video games a lot definitely and a lot of that comes from these smaller companies that are eventually just bought out by bigger companies and they become part of this big conglomerate you know like blizzard used to be a smaller company yeah <clears throat> before it was bought by vivendi and then obviously sold off to activision and then it yeah. became activision blizzard however many years ago that happened but that's really part of the problem is in that that smaller company which focuses on the game development is then instead of a focus on the game it's a focus on the shareholders and how do we make more money for our shareholders <clears throat> and who do we stomp on the way to get there and the people they've been stomping for the past two decades are women and people of color and it, it's just not good like how it's not sustainable like it, and now there's lawsuits involved there's a, a woman a poor woman took her life because of harassment from an executive of Activision, and uh, I, I love video games. This is just not fair, honestly. It's just not. It's not fair to the employees. And like, uh, as much as I love games, I do not want them made by monsters. You know, and the it's just the union unionization needs to happen. That's and Activision is seemingly. Uh, trying to rush it to happen. Like, it seems like all of these big companies are in a rush to how can they fuck it up for themselves the most. And this seems like it's heading in a direction where I think a lot of people are have their eyes on this and it's not going to end well for Activision at all. No, it definitely will not. You know, uh, obviously the workers at Blizzard, Activision have, you know, created this... ABK Workers Alliance, which is a step in the right direction, but then Blizzard's like, no, you know, we don't need to do all hands-on meetings anymore where everybody can talk to each other. No, we're going to talk in our individual little sections. We're going to bring in, you know, Wilmer Helm and have... Uh, which, if you don't know, is the a company that Amazon uses the bust unions. Like, straight up. That is 100% what that company is for. Yep. Yeah, Francis Townsend's been uh, on the conversation a lot the oh past couple God. days. I okay. Uh, let's start. Okay, let's start with Francis Townsend because this is the most insane shit I've ever heard in my life. This is a, a oh, she she worked for under George Bush. Yep, and she is She's uh, currently is she, the Activision Blizzard CCO. Yes, but she is infamous for defending waterboarding as not torture. Yep. Um, which is insane. <laughs> like, I found that out. Um, Francis wrote, I think it was a Medium article, where she said, the problem with whistleblowing, which is great, 
really awesome, Francis. You're doing, you're handling this so well. And once she started getting uh, called out on Twitter for it, she started blocking Blizzard employees. In fact, it got so bad, uh, her Twitter account is now just gone, and I'm betting that came from big old Bobby Kodak himself. Yep, I'm sure the legal department wrote a big old memo. Yep. Uh, speaking of Bobby Kotick, uh I saw a quote from him yesterday where he said he wants to set the example on how to handle this issue. And to that, I have to say, Bobby, you are doing a fantastic job so far of handling <laughs> this. You are setting the example of what not to do. I'll give you that. Like, I, do, I don't understand what's so hard about just listening to your employees. Like, why is it so hard across the gaming industry as a whole? That's my question. Why is this so hard? I mean, we kind of addressed, you know, Shareholders come first, people come second. That's basically how these companies yeah. have been running for the past X amount of years. They make they make so much money. Like the, the Grand Theft Auto Five, for example, sells over a million copies. I, like you do the math out, like six, like say that yeah, for a million, that's sixty million dollars. Like, right. and that is, I'm sure they get a bonus for that. Yep. And it's just like it's it's just money at this point. You are make you have made so much money in the gaming industry at this point. Well, what point? is it enough money like it's never enough it 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 just blows my mind that people can be so greedy in that they think it's okay to allow these like terrible horrible things to occur like in their offices at cons um and then these these employees uh like go to work on get a new form a new studio and work with sony like i don't i don't get it I don't understand how it got this bad. They're just people to them. That's the problem. Is It's not what can you do for the company, it's how can you make money for the shareholders and how can we use you until we're done with you when it comes to that. Yeah, it, and they wonder, like, they just get so burnt out. Like, it's just, it's a meat grinder. Yes. Like, it, and I look at, uh, like, I, I follow a bunch of game dev people on Twitter and I just look at what they're saying and it's like, what are we why this is insanity like it's just not good at all it's for the love of creating the games that's why these people do what they do but the, and they're being abused by the companies that are employing them unfortunately blizzard uh specifically um i don't know if anyone knows this is like do they say explicitly in your in your interview at blizzard that you in order to work at blizzard you have to be a blizzard super fan and what they're doing there is that they are weaponizing their fame so they can manipulate you. Yep. You have to sign this crazy waiver that means you can't sue the company if something bad happens, which I'm sure, I wonder why that came about, mm. knowing we know now. It's like, it they weaponize this dream people have to make video games, and it's sick. It's gross. And it, at what point do people just come together and tell them to stop. I think that's what we're seeing now. I mean, we've had Jalen Brack has been ousted. Yeah. Um, Alex Afrasabi was ousted yeah, like a months few months ago, ago yeah, but he... on the heels of this. And nobody was saying why. At that time, no one was saying why he was ousted. Right. Um, uh, Jesse Muchek, the, um, who was Meschek, who was the head of HR at Blizzard, was ousted. Yep. For, you know, being really bad at his job. 
Yeah, clearly. There's some when when okay, when you're stu- when you get together with your boys and you have a hotel suite that you name after a very infamous date rapist at the time. At the, like 2013, like this was right after all the allegations came out. It was I, more prevalent. I've heard I've heard I don't want to give this excuse credence because it's it's an excuse. It is um that the allegations weren't fully known about until Hannibal Burris brought them up in 2014, but he was still in trial at that time. Like right. it wasn't hard to figure out Bill Cosby was doing what he was doing. Um, and for Greg Street to come out and be like, "Oh well, it was because the rugs matches sweaters," and I'm like, that, "That there's no way. There's no way you didn't know." Like. Especially when you, when you are when you have screenshots that one of them posted on Facebook of you very clearly mm-hmm. talking about bringing hot girls back to the cause in reference to Cosby. Yep, with a fully stocked bar, like in, in apparently like thousands of dollars of sex toys for some reason was always on Blizzard Games. <laughs> Every story I've heard so far that has been like a constant is like they just have these bags of sex toys. That's really weird, and not one I've heard yet. Like, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand why you can't be normal. Like, <laughs> and I'm dis. I honestly am very disappointed in all this. Like, I'm actually depressed over all this. Or I'm looking at that. I'm like, Blizzard should be a company we all love. That this should be the company that we're all like, yeah, you know what, Blizzard. And they were. They were for years. And then it all started going downhill about four years ago. It's just like... And I watch... I watch a... Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the streamer, like, collective OTK, like, Asmongold, and, like, Mizkiff and all of them. And, like, I've wa- I watched Asmongold talk about, wow, he's like, this is why the game sucks, is because of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Like... I mean, they just have one of their largest streamers... And content creators for the game for, for like the past twelve years quit. Yep, and you, preach gaming. Like it's just like it's insanity to me. Like this comp, like these dudes can't keep it in their pants enough to put together a game. Clearly, uh, they they fucked up that uh, Warcraft three remake yep. so much that I don't think it's coming out. I don't think we'll ever see that. Um, I'm starting to wonder if StarCraft Ghost was a result of this. I don't know how far back this goes. Um, they have... StarCraft Ghost is a whole other day. It, it is, probably. But, like, Diablo 2 is getting remade, and now I'm like, fuck, do I... Like, I'm not buying it, obviously, right now. Like, But that's a different third-party studio that's doing that versus the internal Blizzard. Oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. But still, like, it, it, this was, like... They're Blizzard. Like, I, I'm very upset by this. Like, this is the company that makes Overwatch. This is the company that makes, uh, like, I liked Heroes of the Storm for what it was. Like, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand why people are like this, honestly. I mean, Blizzard had goodwill. And then, you know, we can run through a quick timeline here. You know, Bobby Kotick buys Alpha Vending 2013. Oh, God. Puts his own lieutenants at Blizzard, okay? 27, 2018, Blizzard revenues are tanking because they're making not great choices at that point. We're looking at you, BFA. Uh, Activision's pushing to cut costs and produce more games at a faster pace because they are the Call of Duty 
uh, yeah. <laughs> machine. That's what they do. This is pretty much what Activision <clears throat> does. Is just like they're they're a factory essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, beloved Mike Morhaime of Blizzard, you know, conception quits in 2018 because he's sick of Bobby Kotick. When, who can blame him? How can you survive that long have, with that person? Have you seen Bobby Kotick? I'd, I wouldn't last as long as Mike Warham did. Right. And then, you know, 2018, Blizzard crashes because of Diablo Immortal. Don't you guys all have phones? Uh, oh God, I, can't, I forgot they did that. Yeah. Um, Warcraft 3 Reforged, which launched as a hot mess because it kept cutting costs to it. Oh, God. And then you had the uh, Hong Kong protester who got kicked out of... The Hearthstone tournament, and then banned. <laughs> like, it, it, I, I don't. It, this 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 company like has such a horrible history now, and, and it, you it it just stems from the buyout. Like, and it seems like like look at Ubisoft. Like Ubisoft used to be this very interesting publisher who put who like published a bunch of interesting games like it was it was wasn't always tom clancy in the uh, assassin's creed assassin's creed uh and now they're just they're the same as activision essentially and they have the same issues like as soon as as soon as the money like gets injected into these companies they just don't care anymore it just becomes well get the game out Right, how fast can we produce games and make money off of it and appease our shareholders? And it's like, that's not what gaming is about. Gaming is not about the shareholders. It's about the gamers. It's about yeah, us. It's about putting out a product and a good product that we care about and that we love. And I want the game devs to enjoy the games too. Like it, And it's like, I, I get that people want realism in games. I understand that. But like... I'd be okay if the games look a little bit shittier if it means, like, a dude could go home to his family every once in a while and not work 90-hour work weeks, you know? Or, like, a, a, a late, like some late, some girl who works 100 hours a week and is getting constantly harassed by an executive because she's a woman around him. Like, if, if that means, like, games look a little less shiny, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and that's fine. And if games take long to come out, that's fine. Like, delays aren't bad. And people need to stop thinking that the delay is, like, the world-ending thing that it no. is. Like, it's yeah. And I get... I, I, this, this is such a stupid argument, but, like, people are like, well, it means that they, they, they're not working enough. It's like, you're just... You're reinforcing this behavior. When, you, when you're like, well, Cyberpunk was delayed six times. Like... Yeah, Cy- it should have been delayed a seventh. Like it, sh- it, Cyberpunk should have never been shown until it was ready. Like that's just the the unfortunate reality of Cyberpunk is it came too early. They showed it too early. Everything about it was a failure. From I, I you know what? It, I'm not even gonna blame the game devs on that. I think it's mostly the shareholders and it's the people on the publishing side. You know who does really well with that? Square Enix. Yeah. You know how much of Final Fantasy 16 they've shown? One trailer. Exactly. And we don't know anything else except, like, classes. And to show the classes, which is great, is the, the, the I don't remember, is the creative director or something, will come out dressed up as the class. Yep. And he's like, okay, I'm a hunter, I got a giant scythe, that's it. And it's like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, they don't do the drip fed thing, they're like, this is it. And when they announce it, you know, when they announce the next, like, big piece of news for FF16, it's gonna be coming out, like, three months later, because that's what they do. Yeah, and it's, that's what... 
every I mean, company should do. And Nintendo does it right too. Metroid Dread was just announced. It's coming out yeah. next month. Yeah, it's coming out next month. And Guardians of the Galaxy. Which <laughs> it, this isn't about that though. <laughs> We're not here for this. I will be next month. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just delays aren't bad, but it, it this is no. all ties together. Like the new Amazon's new world just got delayed again for a fourth time and everyone's like, Oh my god, delays that's like, probably a good thing it was breaking GPUs. I was like, like there's that and it's like they just had a, a massive open beta. It, they did. It, and so like they're like, Oh, there's all these bugs that we have to fix and they're like, Oh, instead of rushing it and like launching with like half these bugs unfixed, we're like, We're gonna take our time with this and that's what you should do. Yeah. Speaking of New World, we should talk about it at the end, because I have thoughts on that. Excellent. We'll yeah. get that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but the, that's the point, is that it, a lot of this behavior has been ground up for years. I mean, it's a toxic masculinity. It's the entitledness of gamers in general, <clears throat> and why we have such a bad rap. Yeah, it's like, this, this... I've met a lot of cool people through gaming. I have met, uh, like, I, like, there's just so many interesting people you meet when you're into games. It just factor. But the problem is is for every good person that you meet through gaming, there's, there's like, like two or three really bad there's people. A lot of cretins in this community. And like you know, it you can't always recognize them either. Like No. You can't. Like um We had the whole thing with the Smash community last year. Last year, uh, I've I think I talked about this publicly, like I had to well, I had a good friend who worked on Star Wars Squadron who I had to essentially get fired from Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, and you can listen to Phantom Zone to hear that story. But um, it's just... Because I'm not going to go over it here. Because that's still painful to talk about. Uh, it's just shitty. It, these people shouldn't be allowed to thrive in this environment. And somehow they slip through the cracks. Um, it's just a thing of like... We as community need to police this better. And I think that companies need to catch this when they hire people. And they need to treat their employees like human beings. Yeah, and there needs to be more equality. That's where a lot of this yeah. comes from, is that women have been passive for promotion, sexually harassed because of pregnancy, or yeah. you know, having children, or just punished for these reasons. Like, <clears throat> the person's gender should not determine where they are on the corporate ladder, so to say, you no. know? No. There, that, there's no reason for that. It's what they're able to do, their talent, and their work ethic. Like, those are the three things that matter. Who the person is, gender-wise, that, that has zero bearing on their ability to work. Yeah. It's... It is very, very telling that it's women and minorities who seem to get the shit out of this dick because they essentially these people are telling on themselves like they know what they are this isn't an accident this is never unintentional it's always intentional and like i i get it sometimes you we don't see this like these people are usually very good at hiding it mm -hmm. um but like i said it needs to be policed better yeah like, misogyny should not be the norm no shouldn't you if you, i think honestly you should call it out if you see it any any sort of like sexism, racism, you should say something. And it's like I get being scared, but like 
you saying something is going to throw them for a loop, I promise you. And like, it's and that's what's been happening for the past years. Why we're seeing all these lawsuits and everything coming up and all the work is using they're trying to form. It's because people are finally speaking up because they're tired of this behavior and as they should be. Yeah, it it's it's twenty twenty one. We're still dealing with this. Yeah, why are we dealing dealing with, you know, gender discrimination and pay inequality and nonsense like that when there's no reason for it? Yeah. Like why why are me- people still creeps? Like why are men? We can say why are men still creeps oh, for the most part. I want to say like, people because I know like there can be creeps of other genders too. But like yes, but for the most part, it's mostly men. It honestly. is mostly it men is in this like, industry. That is absolutely the case. And it's, it's an old boys club that's been kicking around for about thirty years plus now, and it's just got to stop. And it's honestly, I'm I'm looking at this Activision Blizzard lawsuit. I'm like it's over, honestly, for them. Like there's, I don't see how the state of California is just cracking down on this. They're, like, the, the state is involved. It's it's over. Like <laughs> it's, it's a two-year investigation. There's just no getting away from that. And now that you've your company has gone through this, and now your investors are like, oh, hey, now we're going to sue you because you've been lying to us for the past two years about this. Yeah, and the feds might get involved because of that. Like, that's very serious. Like, that is jail time almost offense. Um, it, this is just snowball. And you know what's funny? All of this could have been avoided if HR did its job. <laughs> if a- HR would do their job, actual job, anywhere. Yep. But sometimes even they're hamstrung by the corporate overlords over them. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's also a problem. Like, a good HR person will try to fix things and be like, is this going to cost us money? Is this going to cost us PR? Then we don't want to deal with it. Just yeah. sweep it under the rug. And it's like, that's, that's maddening. And, Maddening. And at the end of the day, it's costing them money. It's costing them a lot of bad PR. The worst PR I've ever seen, honestly. Like, you, you, Blizzard already had a problem with people flocking away from World of Warcraft to other games out there. Now this is just speeding it up. Now this is just, like, really kicking it into high gear. It's just, it, enough's enough. It's, it's time to stop this. It is time for the revolution. Yes. <laughs> Workers need to unionize in this industry, and we know they've been trying for years, and these big companies keep bringing union-busting nonsense. Looking at you, Amazon. Yeah. But, ah, capitalist America is a whole thing, and that's a... That's a that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. That's not even us. Yeah, I can't. I, <laughs> my, my views on capitalism are very public. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. That that's really all I really wanted to say about Activist Blizzard. Unless Frank, you had something you want to bring up. I mean, here's the here's the crazy part. So they've got the first lawsuit brought on by California, right? Now that the second lawsuit is coming from their own investors, and it's a class action, because there's this thing called the Sarbanes Oxley Act of 2002, and so basically companies have to release these SOX certifications saying, hey, there's nothing going on in the company, or hey, there is something going on in the company, and our investors should know. Since 2016, every one of Blizzard's SOC certifications, which has been signed off by Bobby Kotick and the CFO at the time, Dennis Durkin, has said, in the opinion of management, after consultation with legal counsel, such routine claims and lawsuits are not significant, and we do not expect them to have a material adverse effect on our business, financial condition, results of operations, or liquidity. Oh, no. Bobby. So, so for the past four years, they've been lying to investors about what's been going on in the company, and this has an adverse effect on shareholders' bottom line. Yep. Because now it's tanking. Like, I'm sure people are pulling out. Like, this is just... 
again, this all could have been avoided if those those guys were fired. Like, for real. Like, if, if Activision four years ago came out and was like, we have discovered some very terrible things happening in this company, we are firing them immediately, we'd all be patting them on the back right now. Right. We this would never happen. They wouldn't lose money. The lawsuit would never happen. That woman would still be alive. Like but because they were making money hand over fist for so long Because Wow was a cash cow. They ignored it. And yep. it came back to bite him in the ass. And good. And I've seen some talk of like, okay, how did Mike Morhane, how did Chris Metzen not know about these things? And it's like you see, like, these are actual really good dudes in the industry. Like, they care about their employees, and they were sh- kind of, like, shielded and hidden from some of this information. If if Bobby Kotick is lying to his shareholders, is he lying to his employees, too? Duh. Like, I guarantee you he was. <laughs> Who does Bobby Kotick not lie to? Like, Bo- that man is the devil. At the end of the day, Bobby Kotick is the worst, is scum. He's... <laughs> Literally gum at the bottom of my shoe. Like, I do not understand how that board still has him as CEO of that company. Like he, I mean, yes, I do money. He is honestly. I hope he's somewhere shitting his pants right now because <laughs> I'm convinced this is going to end with him stepping down or somebody going away in handcuffs. My money's on Bobby. It's it's going to be a thing. That is. Absolutely sure, and this is—we're not done yet. I'm sure there is still more. No, there, there's going to be more coming about out. Activision Blizzard that's going to come out in the next, you know, few weeks or so, and then it's just going to keep getting worse. Yep, it's just a company that had unlocked pre- uh, breastfeeding rooms where people would just walk in and stare at them, which is fucked up, and kick them out so they could have weird meetings or whatever. Yeah, it's like how did you not? <laughs> it's just. It's it's dumb. It it it's dumb. And it needs to stop. But yeah, that's the Activision Blizzard story. I'm sure you've heard covered on a million different other podcasts. But that's just our stance on it. And you know, we now have two new leaders at Blizzard. Yeah, we have Mike Ibarra, and we have Jen O'Neill. Co-leaders. Co-leaders. Very very interesting word because that just means Bobby Kotick's still in charge, but these are like the faces. Like right. At this point, uh, Blizzard is very much under the Activision thumb. It is no longer its own company working independently as they were. Yep. Um. Uh, they, I mean, they've been talking for years now about how Activision is just going to slowly take over Blizzard, but this, this like put the accelerator to the ground yep. for that. This is like what Kodak almost wanted. Mm-hmm. And it's the the. It's it. It seems like it's kind of over for the like. I I don't want to call it a golden age because it hasn't been. It's been a really shitty four years for Blizzard. And it's but before g- that, they were you know the gaming industry's darling. Like Blizzard could not do wrong. Yeah, they did not make a bad game. I still remember on the Super Best Friend cast, there was an email that was sent in where I get it was like around the time that. Bethesda and Blizzard and uh, Bioware were starting to go bad, <laughs> and the po- the the guy was talking about how a guy he worked with was shouting out in like the cafeteria that he believes in the three B's of gaming: Blizzard, Bethesda, and Bioware, and that it, it aged like milk. It is the most hilarious like 
poorly aged thing I've ever heard in my life, and it's it's become it's like a it was like a prophecy. I mean, Blizzard pretty much just shit themselves. Uh, Bioware has earned some renown back because of the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. We'll see if that continues. Bethesda is in, in a holding pattern, kind of. Yeah. I, I'm I'm happy with Bethesda's direction right now, honestly. I mean, Bethesda really blew it with Fallout 76, but besides that... That was a poor decision at all. Parts. Honestly, Bethesda's just, like, <laughs> Skyrim for ten years. <laughs> as long as Elder Scrolls 6 is good, I'll be fine. You mean uh, Starfield. And Starfield, yes. We're not seeing Elder Scrolls 6 for, like, three or four more years. Good. I hope they delay it. Um... <laughs> uh, how crazy would it be if they released Starfield and they're like, oh, hey, by the way, Elder Scrolls 6 next year. Skyrim's also in Starfield. Yeah, Skyrim's <laughs> also in Starfield. Honestly, they could probably pull that back. Like, okay, go to the world. You're in Skyrim now. Sick. God damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, what a terrible time to be Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. In a central. Um, so, uh... Frank, do you have anything else you want to discuss while we're here? I'd like to talk about how the World of Warcraft community has really been getting behind the Workers Alliance ABK for sure. Like they are like supporting the walkouts that yeah. happen. They are supporting each other. Um, you are seeing a lot of players leave World of Warcraft. It's just it's just the thing that's happening right now. Now, World of Warcraft will always have an audience. It will always have a base. There will always be customers and consumers for that game. I'm still one of them, actually. But they are losing people yes. and they're losing high profile people too to yep. other games because they're bored they're bored of the game uh, like your you know your highest tier raiders they've already conquered everything because this newest patch is almost is pretty much bereft of content you've got one daily area one new raid one new dungeon woo like great job guys and super not all friendly it. at all yeah you did it you've made it so this game can be conquered in about four weeks Awesome. I'm going to go do something else now. And that's really a problem is that, you know, there's lots of talks between different how different games do different patches and how much content comes out for those patches. And, like, World of Warcraft's kind of been really behind the times when it comes to that. Mm. And a lot of people say, you know, 9.1 released and it feels like it released unfinished. There was a lot of bugs. Like, New Torghast isn't really that fun. It, it's, just, it's just kind of a mess right now. And I think, you know, everything that's been happening there is a product because of that. Yeah. For sure. And obviously COVID didn't help either. Yeah. We know that. We know working from home in a game development sense can be really tough because you're used to working in teams. So we get it. But at the same time, like if you're going to produce this kind of content, you can't expect your customers to stick around if this is all you're going to give them. This is not how you retain your customer base. No. And I think you're going to keep seeing a lot of uh, bleed from World of Warcraft because the community base is kind of toxic hmm. on a... Uh, Sense. Clearly, <laughs> yes, very clearly, um, and it's just it's gonna it's gonna be a slow bleed. I feel like it, it like uh, it'll never really go away, but you'll never see the numbers that you saw like you know six ten years ago. Yeah, like uh, like I watched uh, one of the two streamers. I watched Asmund Gold just very publicly left World of Warcraft and is playing FF sixteen now. Fourteen. 14, sorry, 14. Six, I, I have FF16 on the brain, usually. <laughs> I'm, I'm so ready for that game to come me out. Too, me too. Uh, yeah, I watched... He was a he, one of the biggest WoW streamers, I know at least, and he's not playing well, the game anymore. Like, this... When we talked about earlier, Preach Gaming, the, one of the biggest content creators for World of Warcraft over the past 12 years, dropped the game. Yeah. 
because of all the problems with it and everything now with Activision Blizzard. Like, the hell with it. Yeah, but the game, it's a sinking ship, honestly. Yeah. I don't think it'll tank. I don't think World of Warcraft will go away. I think it'll take Blizzard several years to recover from this. Yep. Um, They've got good co-leaders, but at the same time, we now know that the Activision thumb is more like the Activision foot on the neck now. Yeah. To me, the co-leaders means nothing. Like, they just... They're just the face for Bobby. I think it's the, the, figure, the figureheads. Yeah, yep. just for Bobby to hide behind. Yep. Like, and yeah, because Mike Morhaime was CEO, then Jay Allen Brack was president, uh, and now Fran, Jay O'Neill and Mike Gabara are. Fran Trout Townsend was CCO. Yep. Or is CCO? She hasn't stepped down yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Like. And now they're just like co-leaders. It's it's a damn shame. I. You know, I have I had my problems with Blizzard, but I didn't want to see it go down like this. You know, um, I was holding out for that Lost Vikings reboot. <laughs> uh, Talk about a blast from the past. Or Lem- no, Lemmings was Rockstar. Um, <laughs> that's a true story. That was Rockstar on Earth. Well, listen, I think Diablo Two Resurrected has a chance because it's being done by Vicarious Visions, which you know is still under Activision Blizzard, yeah. but it's still you know not quite Blizzard. Good studio. I made some good remakes and stuff. Like, yep. I just, I have very little faith in Blizzard turning this around right now. It's just not, not feasible. No. Um. But you want to let's talk about some other MMOs. You want to bring up New World? Yeah. So I was watching someone stream that the other day, and it looked pretty good. So yeah, with this we're talking about New World, which is one of the uh, Amazon Game Studios like big new games coming yeah. out that's been delayed. Whole bunch of times. It was originally slated for a March 2020 release, and it's been kicked back a few times now. Yeah, and with COVID, everything that's understandable. And clearly, the beta like had feedback, and they're listening to it, which is smart. Yeah, that's such a smart thing to do because re- I think the game was really supposed to come out like in a couple weeks or something, and they pushed it back another month. Yes, um, which is good. I think that's great. Uh, I think more MMOs are a good thing, especially now with Blizzard. Blizzard kind of under fire. I think more ho- uh, high-profile MMOs. Yeah. Because like, there's always been a ton of like little MMOs running around like here. Like, F14 um, is, like, the only one I can really think of that's competing with Blizzard. I, Guild Wars 2, is that, if that's still going, I don't know. Guild Wars 2 is still going, surprisingly enough, and I always forget about it. Uh, RuneScape is still a thing? I don't really... I, RuneScape is an MMO, I guess. I, I just never really considered it one, because it's, like, to me, that was just more like a time waster and... <laughs> in high school. Okay, well, you just you just described every MMO in the world. True, yeah. <laughs> um, MMO are time wasters. Fantasy just... Star Online 2 is one I've been playing, and it's actually really good. Um, it's fun. Uh, like, the, the new version of it looks gorgeous. Um, a lot of fun mechanics in that game, and it's, like, really easy to get into. Um, but yeah, it, we, we could potentially be on the verge of the golden era of MMOs. Again. I mean, because uh, EQ and, uh, you know, Vanilla WoW kind of yep. led that in, for sure. Uh, oh, God. Um, City of Heroes. Rest in peace. Oh, man. You just awakened so many memories. I of know, that. right? Such a good MMO that died too early. Oh, man. I was obsessed with that game as a child. Honestly, before Black Desert... Oh, Black Desert Online is still a thing. Before Black Desert Online, you know, became what it is, you know, City of Heroes had the best character creation in all of the yeah, MMO world. Yeah, it was world. cool as fuck. Like... Oh, City of Heroes was awesome. I I missed that game a lot. I wish it would come back. Uh, like, uh, Star Wars Galaxies. Remember Star Wars Galaxies, man? Oh, yeah. Star Wars The Old Republic is still a thing, too. It is. 
Uh, Great storylines. Like, really worth it for the playthrough uh, character class storyline and then never touch it again. Yeah. Uh, like, there's endgame content in PvP, but who cares? I, I had a hard time getting into that one. It's just... Oh, man, I was in that one. I was in the beta for that one. I had that day one. I've got the big-ass uh, uh, collective cube that came out for it. Here's my, my problem with Star Wars games is, like, they're never the games I want, if, that's, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, like I, I would love, like, a Star Wars, like, old-school RPG. Like, that'd be cool. <laughs> Fallen Order didn't do it for you? I like Fallen Order, but I don't... I don't care about Souls likes anymore. Yeah, and I, you know what? And that actually brings us back into New World because New World is pretty much Dark Souls the MMO. It is, I, and that's kind of why I like it so much. Is it's got a cool aesthetic and like, I like the um, it, it's a it's a slam dunk idea to be like, okay, this is the Dark Souls, but like, everyone's playing playing it at the same time. <laughs> Instead it's, of like phasing into different people's games, you're like, everyone's just here at once. Yeah, and I like that. I think that's cool. I, and I I want to play the game when it comes out. Like, I have no interest in this game whatsoever. I, see, that's that's the thing. That's <laughs> where we differ. Um, because I, you know, I've played the Guild Wars 2. Oh, uh, Lineage 2. There's a there's a classic uh, Lineage 2. Dude, I remember seeing like JPEGs of Lineage 2 and being like, what is this crazy shit? <laughs> Lineage too, like that was that was like that was that good. Third, oh, there it is. Third person MMO, dark elf, high fantasy nonsense. Like I, I forgot how much I love MMOs. Honestly, those are a lot of stupid fun. I know. Like, uh, but yeah, I, I'm just excited for more MMOs to play. Honestly, like yeah, MMOs are fun. They're a great time sink. Like with single player games are great. Like don't get me wrong. Like I'm playing Final Fantasy 12 right now, which is you know just Final Fantasy 14 single player mode. It is <laughs> Final Fantasy 12 is just Star Wars, but good. If that makes sense, uh, people are gonna get mad at me now because <laughs> I said that. There's actually some. There's a lot of Star Wars like references to every other Final Fantasy. It is. It is. Like, it's uh, a tr- tired and true formula. FF6 has a lot of Star Wars references, surprisingly. Yeah. Biggs and Wedge. Um, uh, Biggs and Wedge and FF8 and forward. I love it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it... I mean, I like them. Like like I said, I love MMOs. I've played a lot of them. I'm just looking for one to sink my teeth into. And I think it's FF14. It might be New World. I'm excited to check that one out when it comes out. Uh, even though Amazon is a terrible company and we should probably stop sorting them. But, like, I can't stop. <laughs> it, it, it's Gaming addiction is real. It is. It's it's just all about that moderation, which, you know, you experience that a lot more uh, the older you get. But in your 20s, <laughs> good luck. Now I'm just like, I'm going to play all these. Like, right now I'm playing uh, Disco Elysium. And, like, Ooh. that game is fantastic. Story, story, story. It is. It's going to be a time sink for me yeah. <laughs> for a little bit. Like I said, I am hard onto that WoW world right now, and I'm going to, you know, get my Keystone Master achievement, get my Head of the Curve achievement, and then jump off that fucking game so fast I can't even tell you how fast I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm not doing any alts. I'm not doing any of that bullshit. One character, through, done. I cannot wait to be done. <laughs> I guess really- It sounds like you're in an abusive <laughs> relationship. <laughs> I feel like I kind of am with World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, like, spits me out, and I always go, like, come back to it, like, every couple of years. I'm like, I need more! Give me more! This was, this was me with uh, DC Universe Online for a while. Oh, I forgot about DCU. <laughs> it's still running, surprisingly. And, like, oh, there's, man. like, points where I was, like, really in that game, and I was like, I can't wait to stop playing. <laughs> Legit, that's how I feel about World of Warcraft right now, and I kind of hate myself <laughs> for it. I mean, hey, man, whatever floats your goat. 
<laughs> uh, uh, the new raid is just so much fun. That's all the reason I came back. Fair, fair, fair. Um, but yeah, um, that's all I got really for this episode. I mean, Frank, you got anything you want to bring up? No. Like uh, a floor? I am good. It's good to be back. We are happy to be back from our hiatus. We, you know, we had some real world things going on. My yeah. man here had to go to a wedding. I moved across town and, uh, we're in good spots now and that's all that matters. Yeah. So, um, you know, come check us out at uh, Comic Club on our Facebook page. Yep. Also, we've got a Twitter that we are going to make more active here yeah. pretty soon. Yes. Well, because we need to be shit posting everywhere. Yeah. So we're gonna be doing that soon. Um, I know, my man Hunter. Here's a thing about doing a little stream action. Yep. We're gonna be streaming sometime soon. I'm going to rearrange. I'm gonna first. I'm gonna clean out my bedroom because I haven't been home to do it. <laughs> I've seen worse. Yeah. It's it's pretty messy here, but it's not so bad. Um. I, and I'm going to have a streaming set up, and we're going to play some Smite, I think. We're going to play a bunch of stuff. Um, People still play Smite? Dude, Smite's fun. You ever play Smite? No. Smite's fun. Uh, might stream some FF14, huh? There you go. Okay, you can find us on Twitter, not only on our Comic Club podcast. We also have me at Game Stetson. We also have my man Hunter here at Young Kame. That is Y-U-N-G, yep. Kame. Yep. Young underscore Kame underscore. Um find me on twitter uh but yeah and uh, i guess all that's left is just uh what was what was my catchphrase what was it that was it the god bless the ring